check, check. Mic check. everybody Thursday May 1st 2014 noon Pacific fly racing moto 60 show presented by NFAB happy to have everybody on this noon hour show 702-586 pulp we will take your phone call starting now 702-586-7857 call in about anything that's it just just go ahead anything outdoor, outdoor nationals coming up Las Vegas Supercross coming up. We really appreciate Fly Racing folks for coming on. The official gear of uh, Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Matt Gerke, Jimmy Albertson, and many, many others. Weston Pike, of course, uh, will be in his farewell race for Fly Racing this weekend. And uh, we thank those guys for coming on board. FlyRacing.com. We are giving away a Fly Moto Tour gear bag. Really sweet-looking deal on rollers just to a random caller, anybody that uh, calls in. Uh, very busy day here in las vegas a lot of the motorcycle dealers are getting visited and uh checked on by uh fly racing zone uh, jason thomas but he's on his lunch hour now able to join us for the show what's up jt oh you know stopping in for a second what are you seeing out there in the dealers uh how much fly are we seeing is it wall-to-wall fly no nah, i mean it's vegas so the i think the motocross market is struggling a bit um but yeah we're it's obviously a constant battle you know everyone's fighting for for floor if, space and if whatever. you go in and see a competing line of gear i burn it instantly yeah i was gonna say okay yeah. so you just burn it i'm wanted across the nation for arson <laughs> you burn it then you go hey don't worry man i'll replace it i'll replace it with fly stuff <laughs> don't worry it's yeah like, you have insurance right yeah it's not like i'm taking it and never not putting anything back right right oh, it's fantastic it's a really good way that western power sports is making inroads innovative with the burning gear program yep. yeah fantastic well dealers uh if you see them today uh lock the door no, just have your fire extinguisher ready. <laughs> All right, Fly Race and Moto 60 Show presented by NFAB. Of course, NFAB, it's the JGR Toyota NFAB team. Uh, of uh, Just this weekend, Brayton is still out. It'll be Phil Nicoletti and Josh Grant. And uh, so we NFAB, of course, uh, one of the leading, not one of the leading, the leading, uh, the leading uh, finest truck accessories money can buy. NFAB has you covered step systems, light mounting solutions, bumpers, and Jeep gear. Dress up your rig with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories available. Visit more To learn more about NFAB products, visit n-fab.com, uh, a real up-and-coming company in the industry. And it's owned by uh, Thomas, uh, and he is an enthusiast of the sport. And, of course, the NFAB off-road team, too. Title sponsor for Jessica Patterson and uh, the, the uh, Yamaha GNCC team. As it's stated, I'm Steve Mathis. That's Jason Thomas. Taking your calls, producing the show, handling things behind the scenes is uh, the... Tits legendary tits, what's up? Hello, Steven and Jason. Hello, Peter. Yeah. Hi, hey. Pete. 
Sign on, sign on there, Pete. I've so, already sent you a number of messages. Are you not getting them? I don't have nothing. Hold on. Steve, Steve, is the is the B in your Beats by Dre that's red in your red T-shirt? Dude, is that, you're so is matching. That, uh, is that coordinated? Is that pre-planned? <laughs> oh, hold on. Okay. You need to send that again, Tits. <sighs> okay. All right. Uh, good times. JT, it's over. It's over. 17 races. No, it's not. Down to the last Thursday one. before it's, the last race. It's this thing's over. It, it, we got one more race to go. You might want to let those guys know that are all coming on Saturday. It's uh, over. Forty thousand fans fell. Thirty six, I think it holds. Forty are coming. <laughs> um, sixteen rounds down, one to go. Um, what kind of Supercross season has it been? What? Where is this one going to rank? Where is this one going to go? When you think back, twenty eleven. We thought back to an awesome, incredible title run. What was the year with Reed, Stewart, and 11. Carmichael? That was oh, seven. Six. 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 That runs into the memory books. Um, the Stewart-Reed, it's on its own, was great in 09, I believe. No, 10. Nine. Uh Was Stewie Nine. on the Yamaha? No, Nine. Stewie on the Yamaha. Nine. Chad. Nine. Nine. I thought Chad won in nine. nine. Chad won in eight. Chad won in eight. So, you know, these different memories – Come, I, I the 2010 title of Dungey definitely sticks in my mind uh, for RV's crash and then Dungey's dominant from there his rookie season, but where does this one go? I thought it was kind of the the reemergence of James Stewart a bit, um, but other than that, I I felt like it was fairly low key. Uh, you know, last year was the whole Millsap saga, which was yeah, completely very unexpected. Exciting. Yeah, but this year really, other than other than James Stewart being much more of a force than we've seen. Um, and then, obviously, I think this, the story could have been much differently had Chad Reed not gotten hurt. I think he was he was poised to fight for this thing to the end, and I know he feels very strongly that he would have been in this fight all the way to the end. And, uh, you know, with RV's uh, struggles at Toronto and, and, you know, had some races where he wasn't on the podium, I think Chad felt like he let a chance get away. You know, uh, obviously, a 17-race series, you don't know how that's going to turn out, but I know Chad – Felt like he was ready to fight for this thing, and uh, you know all he can do is is try to prepare the best he can for next year. You, I like how you brought that around to Chad Reed. Yeah, that's what I do here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think he would have? Uh, would he have? Uh, how would he have done if he hadn't gotten hurt? I think it, I think the title is still up for grabs coming into really? Las Vegas. Yes, I do. Really? Yeah. Because uh, I think RV would have had his races where he was clearly the best guy. Uh huh. But then you go into races like uh, Toronto where RV gets a sixth. That would have been a seventh. Um, you know, I think maybe Chad wouldn't have beaten Stewart as strong as Stewart was, but I think he gets second place for sure. Um, so there, there's races like that where Chad gets seven, eight points back a weekend. You know, like uh, Dallas uh, RV wasn't his, at his best. I don't even think he got on the podium. I think he got fourth. Um, so there, there were opportunities, and, and that's what Chad looks at. Is it's the way he's always been. Is he may not be the fastest guy that night, but he, he capitalizes on opportunities when they're presented to him. And, and I know from talking to him about this that he feels like that there were opportunities during the season to not only make points up on the leader, but actually, you know, take the lead. He was yeah. only two points out of the lead going into that race that he injured himself. So, um, okay, let me – I know, you know, obviously you're, you're buddies with Chad. But I'm trying to be objective. No, I know. But I he, he, let me tell you what, what, uh, what people say about Chad Reed that – Race oh, I, against I'm sure him. lots of people say I, – I say lots <laughs> of things about Chad Reed. Right. No, no. Let me tell you. They tell you that Chad, he's gotten hurt in Dallas. 
2011. Okay. He got hurt this year. 12 in Dallas. 12 in Dallas. This year he got hurt again. He's riding above the, his, his comfort level, and that is why he's getting hurt. And he cannot do it for 17 races. I'm not, I'm not saying I right. believe that. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I think that's right. silly. Um, I think if you look at him over the years, he's always had guys that were a little bit better than him. he was trying to ride. You know, Stewie was faster than him at times. Ricky was faster than him at times, and he finished those series. Um, in in uh, 12, I don't think he was pushing the limit to ride with Ryan at Dallas at all when he got injured. Um, I just think he made a mistake and, uh, the same thing could be said about Villapoto at times too. Like when yeah. he was trying to, trying to beat Dungy that race, he got hurt in 2010. It's the same, same kind of right. deal. Uh, this year, you know, I don't think he was riding over his head or doing anything stupid. He wasn't mm-hmm. even going for the lead. You know, he was battling with Roxon and those guys. So I don't buy much into that theory. I, I can understand where they're coming from on it. I just don't think it holds much water. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I think 2014 Supercross season perhaps will be remembered for the least dominant RV season of his titles. I would say. I would have got it done with over two races to go. I would have said that early in the season, but I think he really came on strong the last month and really put his stamp on this thing. Yeah. But don't you? I I mean, again, you can see by me screwing up when James was hurt, and you can see by me the, the years are blending together. I don't exactly have it in front of me. Just a general observation is that this was the least dominant of RV season. I, I but agree. Maybe not. I yeah. agree with that the first half of the season, but I think the last three weekends, right. RV has done everything in his power to shut that down. I don't. I don't think he likes that. I don't think he likes people thinking that this wasn't his title all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's gone out in the last three weekends. He has absolutely dominated the race in hopes of showing people, hey, this is why I won this thing. Right. You know, like everybody. He's to shut their mouth. This is why I'm number one. Um, I think 2014 will be remembered, besides that, for the year that James Stewart got his magic back. Yeah, that was what bit. I brought up. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I agree. Think that that's, I, agree. That's, that's I think the, Chad, too. Chad Chad as well. I think – I mean, it's too bad he got hurt, man. Um, he surprised the shit out of me. Yeah, I would not have him winning one race. Never mind two. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that was the story before he got injured. Yeah, 100% without a story. doubt. Without so a doubt. Yeah, to yeah. not even bring yeah. it into the picture is, yeah. seems a little bit short-sighted. Um, we've just never seen a guy – I mean, Chad was a force in 2012. Then he had the 2013 uh, rough year. Then he came back. But in a way, it's been – I mean, I know James won last year, but, man, it was he was off. You know? Yeah, it wasn't, like, it wasn't the same James. No. The, the one race at Atlanta, he won, don't get me wrong. But RV was there. He yeah. was a few seconds back. This year, the races that James won, I felt like he was the old James. Yeah, and even fast. when he didn't win, we watched him in practice, right. Dominic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. the Toronto yeah. race really stood out. Um, even at uh, at St. Louis, you know, he passed RV. And I know RV wasn't 100%. But he was definitely the best James Stewart we've seen since yeah. 2009. Yeah. You know? Yeah, which is – in, in our sport, you don't see the guys getting back to their level. It's it, tough. It, it doesn't. It's tough. Chad's done it. James has done it. But generally speaking, you just start going down. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's a lot to it. I think switching bikes and injuries and lots of things. But if you get a guy that gets on a bike that he actually truly likes, which I feel like Chad is right now, and I feel James is right now, both of them are on situ- in situations that they feel happy with. They're not mm-hmm. – in a money deal or on a team where the bike changed and they're not happy with the change. I think, I feel like literally all of the people I, and I don't want to speak for Dungy because I, I hear that he's not super excited about what some things over there, but I feel like those three for sure in 
Chad, James, and Vilpoto are on the bikes and in the situations they would most like to be in. So mm-hmm. I feel that's why we were getting some great racing. Yeah, yeah, and that should be interesting. Let's uh, let's get some calls. Frank. Gentlemen, what's going on? It's a pleasure. What's up, Frank? You want to talk about the 250 Nationals? Yes, and also real quick to touch on that Reed thing. I don't know how you can say a guy's running over his head when he just clipped somebody's back tire and went down. Like, it was just an accident. Like, I mean, I thought he was running great. I didn't think he was running over his head at all. No, I'm not, I'm just saying some of his competitors, some other people think that Chad can't be there in 17 rounds because he's just pushing it that hard. I got you. His San Diego crash wasn't uh, – well, he was pushing. It was the last lap. You know, he was trying to make a move. But, uh, no, I'm with you. I'm just saying what some people saying, what the what, what, what some of the, the speculation is about Chad out there. So that's all. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Um, but, yeah, I just listened to the uh... – to the podcast from Monday, and you got you and Williamson were talking about Wilson and Porcel at the Nationals, and to me, the most aggressive guy out there, I think, has been Jason Anderson. I think he's going to be a definite threat this year outdoors, and I just, uh, I just wanted to give him some love because nobody really seemed to mention him too much. Yeah, no, he, 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 I mean, he took a huge step up this year. He won a race last year, but he was definitely better this year. And, uh, yeah. um, you know, he'll, he'll stick, he'll step up again outdoors. Maybe he'll be there. I don't know. He, it'd be pretty good to see. I, it's just hard to go against, you know, he's never won a race. Has he ever even top three? Has he podiumed a national? I uh, have no idea. I don't but think he just he looks has. so aggressive. Oh yeah. No, no, for sure. I don't know if he's ever even made the podium outdoors. So when you got Wilson and Baggett and Porcel and, uh, Marvin Muscan there, you know, you just have to talk about those guys first, but Anderson will be yeah, Anderson will be ahead of that. He'll be the leader of that second group, if not in the first group. Uh, also, yeah, definitely. He was on that. He was it, on his way to one at Elsinore last year and crashed. Like I was watching right, was, with his yeah. trainer Sagey, yeah, and he yeah. had it and fell. Yeah. So I I expect him to be in the mix. I just don't know until he proves yeah. it. Until he proves it outdoors, I'm not going to say he's going to win the title. He could. Yeah, like, he looks you. great. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna give uh, it are, to we, uh, are we going to see Baggett in an eye patch around one? Nah, he's fine. I mean, he, he did suffer a bad cut, but nah, he'll be okay. All right, guys. Take it easy. Have a good show. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show presented by NFAB. Uh, so, RV, um, he's, he said he's racing. He said New York he's racing. You know? I'll take, I'll take wagers against it. <laughs> Is he going to get heat when this all comes out? Is he going to get – I mean, what are people going to say? When they figure out he's not racing, uh, I think you'll get a lot of different opinions, which is pretty standard. Um, and I, I, I think it's pretty well known. Well, I think not well known in the public, but I think a lot of people are coming to the realization that he's not going to race outdoors. Um, when that gets announced, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I fully expect him to not be at Glen Helen. But but does he get heat? I think you'll get a lot of every opinion. I think you'll get some people that are like, why did you say you are when you're not and all that kind of thing? And then you'll get other people on the other side that are like, well, it's your decision. You know, Kawasaki made you say that, blah, blah, blah. We don't care. That sucks, whatever. And then you'll get the guys that are in the middle like, man, that's terrible. I wish he was out there, but I understand it. I think you're going to get the full gamut, which is how the sport works anyway. Right, right. All right, let's welcome our our first guest. He's RacerX Online editor. He's my boss. He's Jason Thomas's boss. He's uh, he's the boss of the Outdoor National Series TV package. He's the boss of everything. Jason Wygamp. Well, not when I was in New Jersey, because we know who the boss is when you go there. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Right. It's not Chris Christie. <laughs> um, the boss. Right. Yeah. 
New so Vegas. Are you excited for Vegas at all? Are you? There's a couple problems here with Vegas. Um, obviously, two of the three championships are essentially wrapped up. Uh-huh. Uh, I did give the Geico PR guy credit this week. He's calling Bogle the pending champion. It's a great new term. Yeah, yeah, it is. Pen- it is pending champ. He's not crowned champion, but he will be. So it is pending. Um, you know my feelings what if on Bogle that. Were to block past someone and Steve Whitelock were to take 25 points away. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Right. That, that would be about it. Um, um, I, I feel they should have given the number one plate in New York. It's a, I know, it's, I it's, know. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It, it's, That's it's, ridiculous. Martin Davalos has got casts and pins and crutches. You know, give him the <laughs> – I want to see you I want to see you write the ironclad rulebook provision that explains what level of injury and sign-off by doctor proves there's no chance a rider can come back. I don't care. What is the care. definition of that? I deal in the world of common sense. That's what I deal with in my world, common sense. <laughs> and it's Only in your world is it common, though. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's like, maybe. It's like my friend, uh, the, philo- the great philosopher Coy Gibbs once said, it's common knowledge, just not a lot of people know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so do we all think Anderson's going to get his eight points? Or, or Anderson's going to hold off Seeley? Is there any truth to this broken rib thing? You heard about I, this? Oh God. Somebody on Twitter asked. You heard me about that. this? No, I just on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. I, I heard it's there's a rumor of him having broken rib, crashed a milestone, broken ribs, something. Still riding, but may not be 100. percent You know what? If so, that's the 15th straight year that there's rumors of the champ hurting himself. You're calling him the champ? You know what I mean? Like a top top contender guy. So, okay. Well, yeah. people do get hurt. Oh, I know. I know. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think if, if he is injured, I don't know if he is or not. But if he is, I think that helps Sealy's chances for sure. But if he's 100% and there's no truth to that, then I think he's got it covered. I really do. Yeah. I think he's been too strong, too good. Uh, doesn't matter where he starts. He would have to get in a big crash for it not to happen. What do you think, Wagant? Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's a lot of talent there in the West that can get in between. But he's dealt with that talent every week. And figured out a way to make it happen. I mean, how many mistakes or crashes did he have in Seattle? And he still managed to get second. So, I feel like the stars would have to align to such a degree where every one of those guys would have to have an awesome race. And he would have to have his worst. Uh, yeah, providing that rib injury isn't an issue. I think it might get crazy. It might get nerve-wracking. I could see him, like, starting 10th and thinking, oh, is he going to pull it off? Yeah. But ultimately pulling it off. Yeah, I mean, we saw him uh, in Seattle and stuff and the how fast he moved through the pack. With bad with a bad start. Yeah, I think that's JT's point. Like it yeah. would take something. He's proven as good as he. Cooper Webb's good. Obviously Hill and Wilson and the other TLD guys. There are a lot of other good guys in the West, but he has proven that he's going to get on the podium almost regardless. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No. He, he he's uh he right from the first race. He's been the best guy in the class. I mean, obviously uh, Cole Seeley and his fans don't agree, but when you make two last lap passes like that. Uh, you know, and then you dominate your other races and you're able to work through the pack. Seeley had a couple of fourths, you know. Um, yep. You know, I, I think that that's, that's the sign that he's the best guy. I think one of the issues here this weekend in Vegas, you said, are you excited about it? Not only are the titles wrapped up, but so much effort was put into this New York thing, and it's the weekend before. I feel like that, combined with the titles wrapping up, has really taken a lot of air out of, out of Vegas. I think people spent their party money – their party hours, uh, their excitement and all that. I think they've done it a week early. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. And, and, of course, no banquet this year. 
with no, that too. No awards banquet either. Every industry person that's ever gone to a race to party already did it last weekend. Kind of, right? Right. So how stoked are they to come into Vegas knowing what lies ahead of you? We all know the gauntlet that is Vegas. Yeah. Um, and really, are any fans, if you're, you know, if you're a fan that's going to, to, unless you lived in one of those areas, but if you're going to pick a race to travel to, and I think a lot of people do pick Vegas, is anyone going to both? I could see people saying, this year I want to go to the New York one instead of the Vegas one or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And JT, uh, little known fact about Vegas for the racers, the track kind of sucks. Uh, it's not. It's not the best. Well, the dirt's terrible. Um, <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, yeah, I yeah, think. It's... I think it's been better. Um, some years are better than others, basically, and I, I don't think this is going to be a particularly good one because the base has been in there for quite a while, over yeah. a week. Yeah. And uh, that's never, never a good recipe for, for traction. So I don't know how the layout will be or any of that, but I think the dirt will be really, really slippery all weekend. It's not anybody's favorites. It's not anybody's favorite. The Thunder, how's the Thunder Alley, JT? How's the Thunder Alley? It hurts. Alley? It really hurts. Uh, it's one of the only races I've ever, only supercrosses I've ever considered wearing a chest protector for. Uh, the dirt is like concrete and literally at the pool the next day, you look like you have measles. Uh, so <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think just... some of the guys like the slippery track. I think, you know, that'll play into some guy's favor, but I never really cared for it. Hey, for people who don't know, let's, let's, let's cover the format a little bit of the race. Okay. So the two fifty class, well, basically it's invite only, although they never really get more than, they never really get their full top 20 guys there. So, Sometimes guys outside the 20 get invited or are able to ride. Basically what happens is during the day, in the, the, two, the two practice sessions that count for qualifying, they narrow it down to 20 guys. The top 20 make the main event. That's your gate pick. Now, where the heat races would be normally for, this, for the start of the Vegas show, that is now your main events. The gate pick goes off your qualifying time, so 20 guys right there, no racing your way into the main event. Then you have the East Final, the West Final, then you have a normal Supercross program. And then where the uh, – oh, I'm sorry, the top – so then they qualify for the shootout, the East-West shootout. They take the top nine out of the each final, goes to the shootout. Then they have a, four, a 250 LCQ, four more guys out of the combined East-West finals to go into the shootout, 22 guys for the shootout that runs in, in the normal spot where the 250 main is. And uh, there you go. That's how you get to uh, 22 guys in the shootout, which, by the way, we since the shootout sort of got uh, – since the mains a couple years ago became part of the Las Vegas final round, the shootout has lost some luster. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, there's riders that won the shootout, or even riders that won the final race of the East or West, which now counts as a main event, but it feels like a heat race. That's gotten forgotten. I think Ryan Sipes won the first time they ever did this, won the shootout, and that would have been a massive, huge win. Yeah. But no one remembered it because I think that was the same night as the epic tickle Telmac showdown for the West, and people were just exhausted by the time the, uh, the shootout rolled around. However, I am looking on the amasupercross.com site right now, and the schedule has actually been revised quite a bit. There's been some tweaking. Um, 450 heats come first this weekend. Um, We've talked about that before where the Vegas yeah. track, they usually have to overwater it. They've done better lately, but the opening laps of the heats are pretty gnarly. So they're going to let the 450s sling that stuff off this time. Mm-hmm. 
And if I'm reading this correctly, there will not be a 250 last chance qualifier. This is what it says. This is what it says. There's obviously a 250 West Main and a 250 East Main. And it says, riders ranked one through eight in season points and three additional riders from outside the top eight will transfer to the shootout. So you're taking 11 riders out of each of the heats, no LCQ, straight to the shootout. So my whole thing was just, yeah, we're not doing that. Uh, I did not know uh, that. Yeah, not um, quite. I think it's quite. better. Eleven riders from each. How, how do they choose those other three riders? It does not say. It does not. That say. Sounds very interesting. I have a feeling that's an LCQ. Uh, I think. Uh, no, but I'm looking at the schedule, and they're not. There is not an LCQ listed. You have yeah. 450 heats, 250 mains, uh, 450 semis, and 250 shootout. Hmm. Okay. So my guess would be the top. Maybe the top. Three hold, hold finishing riders on. not in the top eight go to the main. Hold on, though. So there's yeah. going to be a main event with 19 guys? Not 20? Not 22? 19? No, they're taking 11 from each. Oh, you said eight. Eight plus three. Eight and then three more. They're just not saying how those three are determined. Yeah, that's 16. Are they lobbying for eight these extra for spots? Eight, eight plus three from each one. Eight oh, that's 11, three is 11. 11 times yeah, yeah, 22. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. All right. I'm not good at math. <laughs> um... Okay, yeah, so um, basically, so, yeah, I mean, what they'll do is they'll just take the 9, 10, 11 guys out of the, each main event. Okay. They go to the to the shootout. I guess it's like this. If you're 10th in points and you win the heat race slash 250 East Main, you're going to the shootout. They're not going to say, nope, you're not top right, eight. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So Jimmy D, or no, Jimmy D's top eight. So um, Right, but someone that isn't. And then it also means that if you're top eight in points and you DNF, and we've seen crazy things happen, you're in the shootout anyway. Yeah, and not not make the shootout if you're one of the top riders. Yeah, which is good. I mean, you want your stars there. In the end, though, like seriously, yeah. who cares? No, it's not a big deal fans. anymore. Be- only because you know, seeing, I, I would think seeing, um, you know, say Bogle versus Anderson would be exciting under normal circumstances. The problem is, once that West Main event is over, yeah, that's really the only excitement left this year. And then, like I said, you're just exhausted. You can't even remember. It sounds uh, crazy that I say that, but that's really the way it feels. Roxon, who have been the shootout winners? Sipes? Did Roxon win? I think he did. That's the point. We don't even know. Right. Baggett, did Baggett win? I want to say a PC guy won. Exactly. We don't even know. Right. We, don't, we literally don't remember. But yet, Andrew Short has delivered two shootout wins that we all remember. Uh, we, had, we had the uh, Nathan Ramsey shootout winner that was exciting. We, you know, we've seen guys do it that... That are in our memory. I think Weimer won one, too. Maybe yeah. that was the West race. This the West race? I don't know. No, I think Weimer did. Yeah, I think, I think Weimer, Weimer, won the, Weimer won the shootout. Back when they gave out trucks, Dungey won two of them. There you go. Figures. Yeah. Yep. 702-586-7857. I have an idea. What? I think they should bring. They should have a triage unit race. All the guys that are hurt. Get Cincerillo out there. Bag it with an eye patch. Cincerillo with a shoulder sling. Uh, Davos about, like about, with crutches. What about 450 guys too? Yeah. All no, it'd just oh, be a shootout. Oh, oh, okay. It would be a triage shootout. All the all the hurt guys. Whatever you can do to get around the track. Whatever yes. vehicle you yeah. need. Yep. Whatever. Like whatever yeah. it takes. It's, it's side by side. Run four, what you brung. Quad. Yep. Yep. Wheelchair. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A mule. Get John Ayers to <laughs> tow you around. He's good at driving a mule around. <laughs> uh, let's get to Evan here. Evan, what's up, man? How are you? Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Thanks for um, calling the show. I was at the race this past weekend at MetLife there, and uh, do you expect Feld to put that much into this round again next year, or do you think they'll back it down a notch? As far as, you mean the press and stuff? 
Yeah, I get, uh, right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I think it may be a touch lower, but it'll definitely be the right. highest uh, – the, the, the highest effort, I think, of the year is, will still be that race. I'm impressed that all those giant uh, banners and everything in the press box, they, they got those done a week early. It's good. Yeah. I, I think that maybe the – you know, having – all those riders there that early and going to the Empire State Building and all that stuff, they probably wouldn't do that. But I, there's no doubt that the MetLife race was circled on their calendar as, you know, it had to be successful. So you don't think I don't think Mike, it'll change. You don't think they'll get Michael Lessie to hold the trophy again? <laughs> it's funny that Chad wouldn't touch it. I know. Well, yeah. I agree with it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. For sure. I like that move. Yeah, I think I would have been just like a Lessie, though. Another <laughs> thing. Making guys, I would have been wrapped around that thing like a spider monkey. <laughs> Um, what did you think of the stadium itself? You know, I know, Steve, you were uh, uh, knocked out by the size of that cheesesteak you saw. About oh, my God, that. it was huge. It was massive. Thank you. Thank you for backing it. It really was. It was the biggest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, it I was like that, a whole roll of aluminum foil. It just looked like, yeah, just it was incredible. Yeah. I don't know. And that girl was pretty small to be eating that size of that cheese I think steak. that was like her rations for, for the month of May. <laughs> right? She's like a bear. <laughs> She'll be eating that and then never eating again. Um, uh, Evan, I thought the stadium was pretty good. Uh, it was uh, it was a really small footprint, though, and I was telling Weege and JT. Floor, floor space. Yeah, like it went it, it went straight up um, as opposed to going out like a lot of, say, Qualcomm or any of the older Coliseum. stadiums or Coliseum or whatever. It really went straight up. So I imagine like in the in the third deck there uh, this this chair the, the the seats no the stairs the stairs were probably straight <laughs> up and down yeah you know like we talked about that yeah yeah so yeah what do you think we um, it was awesome for you everything was awesome for you everything the new jersey supercar yeah that pretty much sums it up right. uh i did have to hang out with my family the whole weekend though so that that i could take or leave <laughs> would have been nice to go to a yankees game and hang out with you guys yeah very yeah, you cold could, yeah you could have saw my pitch I've been I've been told um, though that I seem to hang out with you guys plenty. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like every weekend. Right. Capitalized right. plenty. Yeah. But the point. building is really good. I think the building's a little underrated because everyone talks about this one in Dallas and how spectacular it is. But I mean, if you go to a lot of these newer stadiums, even Ford Field in Detroit, this one, this one doesn't have a roof on it. But I mean, it's not lacking for amenities or money put into it or anything like that. It's it's pretty spectacular. No, it was nice. There is no touching the Dallas stadium though. Period. But it was still really Straight nice. Straight up. That's was, what you're saying. was really nice. Wow. Yeah, no, it was good. The Yankee Stadium was nice. It was. The Yankee Stadium yeah, was really nice, yeah. The baseball stadiums, I think, um, they're just not as uh, – it's just not as big of a presentation. I don't think it was nice. I liked yeah. the way they did the, like, older – it looked like a Roman, you know, yeah, styling. Yeah, above it. Yeah. yeah um, but it wasn't uh, just as uh, kind of Im- overall impressive as, like – I just think the Dallas, by far – it's yeah. so big. I mean, you see the thing coming from 10 miles away, and you're just like, what in the hell is that? Yeah, it looks like a spaceship or yeah, something. Yeah, it's just incredible. Thanks, Evan. Appreciate it. Oh, one more question, guys. Is that right? Mm. Um, I don't know. Tits? <laughs> um, you guys are Make talking about RV. Say, say he does show up at, at, uh, at Glen Helen for nope. round one. Nope. You don't think he's going to do a, well, a Wilson thing where test it out for a round to see what's going on? See if he can go 30 minutes, you know, twice? No. I don't think it's going to happen. No, okay. I, I really I don't. Mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, he hasn't he hasn't that. tested like outdoors at all to right. start with, and I'm pretty sure that I I would be surprised if he rode this week at all. Literally, I would be surprised if he rode a dirt bike this week. So yeah, 
Uh, I, he's usually really up on the GoPro and the, and the test track photos and all that kind of stuff. And it, and if, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but all there's been is RC cars. So <laughs> Casey Stoner and RC yeah, cars. Yeah. Thanks, Evan. Take it easy, guys. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Fly race and moto 60 show. What do you think we when this, when this news drops that he's out, is he going to take heat? How much heat is he going to get? What do you mean? He's not out. What are you talking about? Yeah. He said he's in. Oh, okay. He did say he's in. You're right. He said he was in. He said it direct, point blank to you, to me. Is there also no? Guy. Is there also no new taxes? <laughs> <laughs> Read my lips. Did you know that? Uh, just another example uh, of riders lying. God, we could probably uh, we could make a best of at this point. They, you know, and sometimes I mean, Davey Millsaps, my knee. It's fine. What are you guys talking about? I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. Yeah. Um, and it gets it, me mad because this is um, – I, I feel like they're just, they're just putting themselves into a, a bad situation. And I, I, I feel like James Stewart did a lot of this earlier in his career where they'd say one thing and do the other. And then it never, you never escape it. You never escape it. Eventually the truth comes out, and then people are doubly mad. A, you've given them bad news, but B, you've also lied. And that's what gets people mad. Um, it, I mean, I, I went to college for public relations, and everybody thinks that means you learn how to lie. What you pretty much learn is try to be honest, because if you do something bad and then you lie about it, it's way worse, way, yeah. way, way worse than just doing something bad. Yeah. So I don't understand, okay, if he is going to be out, and he just said he's in. I do not understand why you could not say, yeah, we have an issue we're dealing with, but we're just not sure yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, could that, how horrible could that have been? And then you've got yourself completely covered. I understand maybe the I's and aren't dotted and the T's aren't crossed or contracts aren't signed, so you can't say no yet. I understand. But then just say we're not sure. And then you don't have to allude to what it is or how bad it is or anything. But this way you're not a, a liar. And I feel like Villapoto's track record is pretty clean. I think he's been up front most of the time. So I'm really surprised if this is what's going to happen, that this is the way it's going to go down. I feel like he's been pretty good for – you know, when he's out, he's well, out. He pretty much tells you. What happened with Kenny Rocks in the beginning of the year when we reported that he broke his arm? He said it was not true. And then Pete Fox Instagrammed a photo of Kenny Roxon with a cast on his arm. Uh, nothing, no, you guys are crazy. He was fine. But nothing happened, Weege. Nobody cared. Like, we, Race Rex got burned. Oh, yeah, we but, did. But, I mean, like, nobody said, hey, Kenny, what the F? Like, I think everybody just moves on. I just don't think it matters. It just, everybody goes, ah, whatever. Does anybody care about yeah. the truth? You but can't here's handle the, it. <laughs> um, here, here's the one. Here's the one difference. Here's the one difference. In Kenny's case, he was lying about being hurt, and it turned out that he was able to race and then win that race. So people got what they wanted, which was Kenny riding. Mm-hmm. Usually, you only get the backlash when the news is that you're not riding. Like when James Stewart decided to not ride outdoors for a few years, and then he showed up for Unadilla and said, "I'm riding the last four, and then went to Unadilla and then chose not to ride the next ones after saying he would ride the next four. That's the problem. People are already mad that you're not going to be racing, which is what they want. Second, you lied about it, so they're extra mad. At least in Roxon's case, he raced, so the fans got what they want. What do they have to be mad about? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that's what you have to be careful of. It'll be, gone. It'll be over in, in a month, but I just feel like it's not necessary at all. Why lie at all? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't, I don't, get, the, I don't get it, but, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? I guess yeah. it's another example of the media getting screwed over. <laughs> well, I think it's just that they're not. They're, there are people that could make these things easier on the riders behind the scenes by giving them better advice or, or, or putting a better plan together. So you even said when you had Williamson on your show on Monday that it was very difficult for him to answer, you know, solid answers to some questions. Oh right? yeah, he ducked, ducked and weaved, and then started talking about Purcell. 
Yeah, right. So exactly. The poor guy, it's not like anyone said, all right, Mike, if you're going to go on the show, here, we need to figure out what we need to say. No, nope. but yeah, nope. No, he's just out there twisting in the wind. And I'm sure that was the situation Villapoto was in. He didn't know what the hell to say. He was just praying someone wasn't going to ask. And then they did. He didn't know what to say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. Uh, dress up your Jeep truck or SUV with the hottest looking, hardest working accessories. Jeep, we just, we just Jeep. Oh. Proudly oh. hand-built in Houston, Texas. NFAB offers step systems, light mounting solutions, bumpers, and more to take your ride to the next level. JGR Toyota NFAB team of Phil Nicoletti and Josh Grant will be in Las Vegas this weekend. And, of course, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. We're still going to give away a Fly Moto Tour gear bag to some lucky caller here on the Pulp Show, or on the Pulp Show, on the Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. And, of course, Fly Racing, the official gear of so many top riders out there, including Weston Pike. Andrew Short, Matt Gerke, Jimmy Albertson, much, much more. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. 702-586-7857. Um, I'm going to give you guys the winner of the 250 East main event right now. Are you ready for it? Yeah, waiting. Kyle Cunningham. Okay. I'm going to go with Justin Bogle. Weege? I see what you're doing. I understand why you're doing it. <laughs> but I'm going to go with JT. He's good. In Vegas, though, Kyle Cunningham, Kyle Cunningham, he's good on the hard pack. No, he is good in Vegas, but you're you're asking, I mean, couldn't you just say he'll be on the podium, which would still be better than he's done this year? You couldn't just go that I'm far? I'm making bold statements. Oh. I mean, wow. JT, what, why do you think he's good in Vegas? Like, what, uh, he's from Texas. Yeah, I spent just, a lot of time in California. Style. He just feels comfortable when it's just, more slippery. Just rolling on the throttle? Just, yeah, it's just, uh, it's technique and what you feel comfortable. I feel comfortable completely the opposite tons of traction sticky ruddy grabbing the wheels everywhere right. that so it's i get it i know why he's good it's the same reason i'm good on the other side you have to tiptoe around a vegas track don't you um you don't I mean, have, you have to. to ride motorcycles it's different literally it's just different over. no you carry momentum you don't you, you don't try to stay off the brakes entirely you let the bike roll through the turns instead of braking and accelerating you want it all one motion so you come in Get off the brakes, let the bike roll, and then once you get the bike in the apex and already coming out, then you're back on the gas. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why Dungey's very good here too. Wyndham was very good. It's the same. They're very good at that technique. Yeah. Uh, for me, I was, I was brakes or gas. I was just way too aggressive for it. Right. What it comes down to. Uh, Dave, you got something to say about uh, Ryan Villapoto? Yeah, I was just saying. Uh, there's a Cycle News article where they they uh, interviewed Dan Fahey at New York, and they said, you know. You know, he has some nagging injuries, and they want to protect his inter their interest, you know, because he's their number one seed, and, he, you know, they're probably not going to be racing. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's you know, that's what we're getting. We're, we're all getting that information, but then our RV comes out and says he's racing, so. Yeah, but, you I mean, know, this is from the manager. You know, hey, listen, so, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think, geez, when did I first, when did we first talk about this RV not racing? Was it a month ago, JT? Is it been a month? It's been over a month since the first time I heard it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I mean, this is all kind of stuff that we've known for a while, and it's been topsy-turvy and up and down and lots of drama. And then he was in. He was in. Uh, we had heard he was in before New York. He was in or out? In. No. There was another opinion out there from people that were close to RV saying he is going to try to race. He is going to try to race the Nationals. And okay. I believe Davey Coombs wrote that in Racerhead. Okay. So – I, I've had my doubts the whole time, the entire time. But uh, 
yeah, this is this is where we're at in this uh, this day and yeah. age of being in the media and trying to cover the sport. And I mean, you know, we're the bad guys sometimes, but it's like, man, we, you know, this stuff that we're hearing about RV, it's not. We're not making it up. Why would we ever make that up? Why would anybody make that up? Hey, let's get some readers. Let's make a thing up that he's gonna like <laughs> that's like real jerks. But I mean, I've been accused of that. People have been saying that, yeah. so you know. I got, I got another quick question. Did sure. you read Eric Johnson's uh, interview with McGrath? I did. Uh huh. And what is what is what is who's the number one rider he thinks is gonna gonna uh, do good? Same Roxon. argument we had the other day. He, he seems Kiefer, Kiefer was telling you too. Roxon. He seems you very go, high see? on Kenny Roxon. And you're hearing it from the man. Jay Canada is also very high on <laughs> Kenny Roxon. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dave. All right, man. Uh, I, I think I think this summer, and we're going to do one of these shows before Glenn Helen. But this is the summer of Eli. This is coming. This is going to be the summer of Eli. Oh yeah. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. I'm, I was. I didn't get the press release. No, yet. no, no. You'll see. Okay. I, is I, that coming out with RV's press release? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, no, I think I think Roxon looks a bit, you know, a bit tired. He's going to have a couple weeks off. I think the grind is catching up to him. I'm with MC, though, as far as, like – and that's why I've always, JT, we've argued about him leaving RCH or leaving KTM to go to RCH. The guy can – has a great personality. He's got an incredible riding style. He's fast as shit. Like, he's everything. He's every, Like MC said in that interview, he's everything you want in a title rider, and why would you ever let that go? Who? KTM? Yes. Uh, Just keep throwing money at him and being like, okay, look, we know we don't like the bike. From what I'm hearing, another from zero? what I'm hearing, they're kind of just both not seeing eye to eye. Yeah, but he wants to leave and they're not really they're they're kind of okay with it at this point. Yeah. So Um hey, uh, it's such a hilarious deal that only in this sport is that the prevailing attitude of teams and riders. In other sports, you want out? No. You are playing for our team. <laughs> We're not just giving you away for nothing. Yeah. We're going to do everything in our power to keep you on the team because you are a good player, and we would like to have good players play on our team. But here the prevailing attitude is always, hey, if they don't want to be here, they shouldn't be here. But there are, what there is are, that? There are cases that, of the, going the other way. Eli Manning, when he was drafted, perfect example. Now, your hero, Weege. He basically told the Chargers, I'm not playing here. <laughs> Deal I, with it. I don't like you. Do something because I'm not coming there. So they traded him yeah, to the Giants. There's a handful of examples. Yeah, sure. I know I the Lakers made a tremendous move by getting Kobe Bryant, who just said, I'm playing for the Lakers and no other team. Charlotte Hornets, draft me. I will not play for you. Yeah. Uh, that does happen. But I feel like it happens. There are occasional exceptions to the rule in other sports where there's only occasionally the exception in the other direction here, which is that a team forces a dude. Two year deals, they mean nothing. Oh, you want to go? Uh, we don't watch here. Yeah, I can agree with that. Well, I no, can agree with that. Coaches will say, sorry, bud, you're playing here and you better play hard because you want to get paid. So. Yeah, yeah, well, but Kenny Kenny's contract is up, so there's a little difference. But KTM has first rider yes, refusal. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No one ever matches first. I think Weech has a point. Does anyone match? Yeah, of course they do. Has anyone matched? Of course they do. Yes. No, I think they match. But in your case, Mathis, you're saying throw another mill on, and they're saying we're not going to bother if he doesn't want to be here. We're no, not throwing another. Right, mill on. right. That's what I'm saying. Like, but no. Okay, wait a minute. If if a rider signs with another team. To go somewhere else, when does a team ever match to keep a guy? They have to when. When the offer is made, they have to you have to present that offer to yeah, your existing yeah. team, no, I know. and the team says yes or no. I know, but when is it, but if the rider says I'm signed a deal with this team, they already did it. Then you know what I mean? Like I, I'm going, I'm leaving. Right. Like Weech says, the team goes, "All right, you don't want to be here. Screw you." Mm-hmm. When has it, a team ever matched and kept the rider theoretically against his will? When is a, when have they ever kept? I the know. Rider? I know that when um, well, I shouldn't say I know, but I was I heard that when Kennard. 
and was going back and forth with Han and Cowie. Before this, he just signed another deal. Yeah, yeah. The but, previous but deal. The previous two-year deal. Yes. He, Honda made him an offer. Cowie offered him more. Honda was like, eh, we're probably not going to pay that. And Trey said, okay, well, I'm doing it then. And it got very serious. Like, I'm going to go sign this thing. And Honda finally said, okay, we'll, we'll match it and you stay. That's, that's how I heard that went down. Honda okay. had to up their right. deal so Honda considerably. Said, Honda said, fine, we know you want to leave the cow. Obviously, well, I don't think he wanted to leave well, whatever, per se, but, but, but he was going to. If you sign a deal, well, it's you a lot more leave. money. Right. It was a lot more money. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Cowie has a great program, too. It wasn't like he's not going to just leave a bunch of money on the table and yeah. be like, ah, you know, because I think Cowie's program is good. Right. I think it happens much more on the on the gear side, on the goggle, all yeah. those things. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it happens a lot. Right, right. I think it happens a lot. Right. But with teams, they're just like, see you later. Yeah. I think it it, it definitely uh, doesn't happen as much as you'd think it would. Hmm. 702-586-757. We're still giving away a Fly Moto Tour gear bag. Ah, shit, we're getting late. Next caller wins it. Next caller wins the uh, Fly Racing Moto right. Tour gear bag. That's how I'm going to call in right now and how... save Fly some money. <laughs> yeah, really, right? <laughs> it's Jason, Jason Thomas. Just ship it to uh, Western Power Sports. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, give me – you got Bogle for the win in the East. Both of you guys? Yep. I got Cunningham. Yep. Who wins the West? Dean Wilson. I think Dean can win the shootout. Both. Both? God, you got to get off that. Ten laps? <laughs> Try and stop us. <laughs> we can work with speed. We can. What do you got, Weege? Who do you got for the West? I, got, I think Seeley does it, but then Anderson gets enough points to still win. And uh, I think Wilson can win the shootout. I like the uh... – I like the Wilson pick, but uh, I'll be contrary. I'll, I'll just go with Sealy. I think that, uh, you know, this will be one of these, he's got more to race for, he has to go out and win, and he does it type things. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, um, I mean, having Wilson in there, eh, it's just bizarre. I mean, this is, is going to go down as one of the bigger mysteries ever. There was Dean Wilson literally there every weekend in the West, but just not, like just, he, he was there every is time. This, he is, won one time. He won one, one race, race. One race. Is yeah. this? Yeah, uh, another one ripped from the jaws of victory um, in Oakland. But in still, Oakland, yeah, like it's crazy. Is this Dino's third or fourth year in the class? I think it's his fourth. Uh, yeah, at least his fourth. Yeah, he got caught in Toronto the ten. first year. That was ten. Yeah. So ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fifth. I think it's his fifth. No, because he's his fifth. What about Jeff Ward year? He didn't ride. 10, 11, he didn't ride. 12, 13, 14. Oh, no, he went back. No, yeah. Jeff Ward year. Was, yeah, yeah, it went he, back. He did. He had a year he got stuck in Toronto. I think another year he just got beat by Barsha. He got second or something. Then the next year was West against Tomac. That's three. Then fourth was last year. This is year five. What happened last year, too? East. Won the first race. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, got, right. got hurt. Yeah. So, yeah, five years. This will go down in motocross. Yeah. Like, like uh, trivia questions. Who was who has you know eight or nine wins in five years and never won a two fifty Supercross title? Dean Wilson. That'll be that'll be. The- uh, honestly, I'll say what's even stranger about it, except for that year where he was battling Tomac. I think that was the only year where he was really fighting for it. Yeah, yeah. Every other year, something's gone horribly wrong. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, hey, we got Kyle. Kyle won the uh, Fly Moto Tour bag. Congratulations to him. Um, Kyle, uh, <laughs> Justin, what's up, man? Uh, not much, Steve. How's it going? Good. Thanks for calling the Fly Race in Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. 
Uh, I got a question coming up for outdoors. Um, what are you guys' takes on who do you think the guy to take the title this year? I mean, everyone, let's say everyone shows up, they're ready to go. I mean, like personally, I think this might, if Kennard stays healthy this year, he could probably be the factor, the dark horse to take it. Are you talking 450s, obviously? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 450s. Um, and, and no RV? Not having RV in there? Yeah, not having RV in there. <laughs> I think if you look at the rec at the the results and the records, you have to put Dungey on top based on on paper. I, I think he's got to be the favorite, um, but it opens a door. Uh, I think they're. I think it's a it's kind of a catch twenty two for the series because I think with Villapoto out there, it it kind of uh, the excitement isn't there just because I think Villapoto is such a heavy favorite. But if you yeah. take Villapoto out, it's a bummer for the series to not have the biggest star, but the racing I think will just be incredibly good. Last year, Dungey had Stewart covered big time. He's had everyone but Villapoto covered. So so does Stewart make that jump outdoors this year? I don't know. For 24 motos. I don't know. Does Tomac step in there? Does Roxon step it's up? Does of Eli. Chad come back strong? Does you know? There's a lot of guys. Does Stray book, come in healthy? The book of Eli. How does Barsha do? <laughs> the it summer is. of Eli. A lot of unanswered right. questions if Phil Poto's out. What do you think, Weege? Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, so far, none of those guys have proven that they can beat Dungey consistently week in and week out. Barsha was there last year. He didn't do it. Stewart was there last year. He didn't do it. Now, obviously, they could get better. It's Barsha's second year. That's significant. Stewart was much better in Supercross this year than last year. But but I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think JT's right if you're – if you were plugging the raw data into a computer, it would the answer the computer would say is, "Are you insane?" Obviously, it's Dungey. <laughs> yeah, per- so just, solid. The computer right. would look at the results and say, "These guys have never beaten them really ever." Justin, you think Trey can do it, huh? You're. I, I believe so. He it, it, he showed it last year at Millville when he had that battle with Stewart, and he was it was a good battle all the way down to the end. And if he can ride like that, I think and you know mm-hmm. stay healthy. This, this, I, don't, I don't see the, why he couldn't win it. Yeah, the consistency is just the thing. You know, that, a, that's uh, Dungy's. That's why Dungy always ends up on the podium in points or winning titles. That's where I. That's the only thing I would. The only question mark I have for trade. The ability is not there, but Dungy is so solid. You know, it for twenty four motos, unless his bike breaks or something crazy, he's going to be there. He's just going to be there, and you have to either be ahead of him or with him every single time, or you're just you know you're going to show up at the last did, race and and not even be in the picture. Did crash out at Red Bull last year. His bike broke. After wouldn't crash. restart. Yeah, yeah, but you still would have been second. You know what I mean? It, it's right. just even in his worst motos, he still should have gotten second. Yeah. He can't control the spike cranks up. Justin, if Trey Kennard wins, this guy to my right, we're very, very happy. That means fly <laughs> racing. We'll stand atop the podium. Oh, of course. Me and him both. <laughs> yeah, I, trust me, I would love nothing more from that to happen. I'm just trying to be objective here. Yeah, no, no, I know. All right, thanks, man. I think uh, a huge factor time. in the summer. If you're looking at it, it's three. There are three really good riders on these Honda 450s with Tomac, Kennard, and Barsha, and I do think Kennard's one heck of a dark horse pick who knows what an advantage he might have as far as he's had really no reason to focus very much on supercross so maybe that gives him a little head start but uh we've been wondering all year what's up with this honda if it's not a problem outdoors if that bike is dialed in that's a huge swing if they are struggling with it it's a huge swing the other way i mean there are three really good riders on that bike is it going to be good or bad yeah yeah i know it's going to be interesting to see i mean barsha told me after New York that he thinks his bike is going to work a whole lot better outdoors. But then again, this is before the first moto, so uh, I'll <laughs> check. Everybody says that, right? Right, yeah. right, uh, I'll check in again uh, th- four motos in and see how that's going. Yeah. But uh, he does say that anyways, if for whatever that's worth. He thinks his bike is, is going to work better outdoors. But um, 
I want to swing this back to Vegas, though. We're, we're doing an outdoor preview show. Okay. But let's talk about Vegas. Okay. Does that answer your how pumped up are Vegas people for I Vegas? I know, questions? right? I know. Every it, question is for outdoors? It, it really is. Yeah, or, or RV. RV situation or, or the outdoors. That, that's, basically, that's basically it. Um, yes. So Stu's knee injury wasn't that bad, and he's able to race Vegas. But did you – am I crazy? In, I went on his Instagram. He says, let's do one more. Or yeah. let's do one <laughs> – is anybody else thinking? No, no, he's racing outdoors. Okay. Yeah, right. I say let's do one more. Yeah, he. I don't. I think you're reading way okay. too much. Okay, that's what that. I'm asking. Am I crazy? Yeah, Am I, I think okay. You're, you're overanalyzing. Let's do one more. Yeah, it's like no, James. There's actually 13 well, more. I mean, you could right. say, okay, is he talking about Frank the Tank? Is he going to pound beers? You know, like, <laughs> right, right. Even though he has a big Saturday, uh, I, no, I think he's. If I really don't think that he would be racing this weekend if he was hurt at all. Okay. I think he's fine. All right. I'm going to take the, uh, the, the Vegas thing one step further. And how – if Seeley were to win the eight points – so Seeley needs to win, okay? Anderson needs to get – I'm not good at math here, but fifth. Uh, fourth, fourth wins the title. No. Fourth wins the title. Fifth, fifth loses, loses the, the title. title. How does Anderson get fifth? How does how does that happen? Like the gate drops, they do fifteen laps, and then yeah, four you. people finish in thank front you. of him. But which four? My mom was a scorer. Which so that, I, I, know. I know. Thank you. So. She's a very nice lady. <laughs> how, which four? Who could beat him? Uh, Mookie can beat him. Dino. Dino can For beat sure. him. Dino Seely. Hill. Mookie Hill. Hill. There's your four. It's not Cunningham. Oh, that's no, it's East. Sorry. What about uh? You you you'll have uh Zacco in there. Wacko Zacco. <laughs> Steve, you're really going to be put on the spot now at Zacco. You're gonna, are you going to have to go out there and say Zacco can't get it done? Yeah, Zacco's super cost season has let me down a lot. Yeah, you owe me some money. I owe you money. You do. I owe you money. You do. God damn it, I do. <laughs> we even put odds on it and everything. Yep. Is it, is it 25? Is he more than 25 back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay, you know what? I like that. Mookie can beat him. Yeah. Hill can beat him. Wilson, Wilson, who knows? There's, God knows. There's Wilson. definitely four guys right there yes. that it could happen. Yes, yes. 100%. I mean, I was pretty impressed with the way. Cooper Webb. There's, there's no, good guys. No, Anderson's got Webb covered. But all if he day. crashes, I think, I think in the East Coast, there's not a snowball's chance in hell if Anderson's bike's running <laughs> at the end of that main event. He doesn't get top five yeah. or top four. Yeah. But in the West, there's a lot of guys, man. There's a, there are much more guys capable of beating him than there are in the East. See, I think we're building drama here. We are. We're building some we excitement. Do. Yeah. Right? Felt, should, felt should pay us. They should. They should, Weege. The West is stacked. There's no doubt about it. It's way more loaded. I mean, first of all, there's how many how many teammates does Silly have? 10, 12? How many guys do they have out there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. McElrath and Nelson and Mookie. Three minus And I don't a thumb. believe that there's going to be anything to that level like they're really going to – Right. You know, I don't expect those guys to beat Anderson straight up, and I also don't expect them to get orders to knock him down. But I don't know. It's just something to think about. Right. To get pumped on. No, I was, sur- to think about. I was surprised that the dudes uh, in Seattle didn't put more of a fight up, but it wasn't the last race. It wasn't the last race. I think they so were maybe, trying. I think yeah. Anderson was just hauling ass. <laughs> they, just, they were just powerless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it should be interesting to see. Who do we got for the 450 main? <sighs> 
If RV just rode RC cars and hung out with Casey Stoner. I think RV has been drinking Coors Light and driving RC cars all week. Okay. With Casey uh, Stoner. With, with Casey Stoner. Stoner. But I still think he wins. Really? Yeah. Okay. I do. All right. I think just if from what Cowie, I – Okay. If you're Cowie and you have Villapoto under another year contract, then you'd obviously like to see him continue to race and win titles and wins for you. Would you not – do everything you can to break this stoner Villapoto relationship. That is the worst <laughs> influence. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just hang out all day long with the guy who at 26 years old said, ah, I've done enough, I'm retiring. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. I think Stay away from him. He's a bad influence. Yeah. No, they, they should take him in one of their side-by-sides and just go off in the desert with him and be like, ah, Casey never came back. I'm not sure. <laughs> hey, Weege, have you ever tried to tell Villapoto what to do? <laughs> maybe Does, that's, doesn't maybe go that's well. Play. No, don't say it, and maybe it'll help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no, there's not really any way. Uh, you know what? I, I think you're right, JT. That RV's uh, over it. He's not racing the nationals. He's been drinking beer and RC cars. So I got him losing, and I got I think he wins. and I got Stewie winning. I think. Well, from what I know about fitness and training, my own self, and I know from other. I guys, know fitness and training too. Nothing's gonna go away in the in the week yeah. or ten days that he's been taking it easy. It doesn't. Right. That doesn't matter. Okay. So. His fitness won't suffer at all. Stu's good in Vegas. He is, but I'm a little worried if he's 100%. Yeah. That's the only reason I took him out of consideration. Yeah. Stu could easily win. If right. he's 100%, you eat, you have to put him in, in there every time. But I still think Villapoto goes out and wins. What do you got, Weege? Uh, I'm going to still put Villapoto. I think um, just like you see when Villapoto is sick in Toronto and he still gets sixth, I think most of the time these dudes at this point of the year can go autopilot. One week is not going to make a huge difference. A massive sickness being in the emergency room they can still almost get top five. I think drinking Coors Light with Casey Stoner for five days will not matter. Tits, what do you got? Did we just assume Dungey? <laughs> uh, I like Stu for the win. What about your man Dunge? He's not doing it this year. It, it really pains me to say it, but he's, he's not lighting any fires right what now. What about MC sure. saying that he sees Dunge on his way down? That was that was hard to read, but uh, <laughs> not not like literally hard to read. Like, no, yeah, hard, you're hard not a Moss brother. Like, like right. I understood. What? You're what not a Moss brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's kind of rings true. Like I, I don't think that'll be the case outdoors, but he's right. certainly not doing anything indoors right now. Poor tits. He's only it's got hard. Indianapolis to hang his hat on this year. Right. <laughs> he's only got one creaming of his pants this year. Are you back solidly on the on the Dungey train now? Um, honestly, like, I'm not really on. Don't lie to me, uh, No, I know. I, I will tell you the truth. I'm not really on it on any train. Like, I'm just kind of like, you know, whatever. <laughs> Which is not surprising. Right. Riveting analysis right. yeah. from tits. Right, right, right. Well, you asked, and, and that's it's like, yo, <laughs> yo, there you go. Tits, I'm like, well, whatever. That, okay. that pretty much yeah. encapsulates. That is, mm. that is personality. Everything, everything with tits right there. <laughs> in a uh, nutshell. Wygant, thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Now, you're going to be in studio Monday, Pulp MX show. Yeah, anybody else? Is Moser, Enignap, are, my, are these rumors yeah. true? Yeah, they're all true. They're all true. I get to hang out with Moser and Enignap in the same place at the same time. The seven deuce deuce will be three feet from the you. The seven deuce deuce is like Rome. If you whisper it, it's gone. <laughs> so just keep that, keep that in a wrap. I have to give it, he, he's, his, he, his name not, might not be Scott Champion, but damn – was he not a champ? He was there a press day in Jersey. I know I'm taking up your time here. Yeah, but we fine. have a, a girl who helps work the booth for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been three or four races now. And I'm telling you what, the deuce deuce, it was like the gate had dropped. The reaction time was incredible. <laughs> she came down to that floor, and within 
.03 seconds, he was already finding out everything about her, telling him, telling her everything about himself. Uh, I think working for f- numbers and selfies and yeah. he text yeah. me some picture. Like it was, it was impressive. People's champion. He kind of is. He's people's champ. Yeah, but he was. Oh, there was a female on the floor that's attractive. I'm honing in on this. He was like a Terminator. And even though there was, you know, how many other champions down there and how many other great riders, it didn't matter. No. No. No, she was only talking to the Deuce Deuce. Right. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, well, thanks for coming on, Wygant. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll see you this All weekend. All right, guys. See you Saturday. Later. All right. That's Jason Wygant, RacerX Online Editor. Fly Racing. Official gear of, jeez, JT. The world. The world. Fly Racing, the official gear of the world. Uh, <laughs> we, thank, we thank them for coming on the show. And, of course, NFAB n-fab.com anything you need for your jeep truck or suv we thank uh thank those guys for coming on and uh we pr- thanks to you guys for listening we really appreciate it thanks to kyle for winning the uh fly moto tour gear bag tits thank you always fun see ya jt thanks for coming on your lunch hour